Welcome to Unsung Stories, where we'll be chatting to unacclaimed mamas in the Christian world who love Jesus, are faithfully seeking to know and love God more, and pointing their families to Him. I'm your host, Laura Smith, and I hope that you will find solidarity with a regular mum living out the gospel in regular ways and be encouraged in your own unsung story. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to Unsung Stories. It is so nice to have you listening this week. On this show, we chat to Mandy about her relationship with God during motherhood. Mandy had planned to have her two children in two years when, surprise, twins! (laughs) With three boys all so close together, Mandy learned how to accept help, the power of prayer, and seeing that God is at work in the seen and the unseen moments of life. When I was a mama of two boys, I loved identifying as a boy mum. I read a book called Devoted by Tim Challies. Challies? I feel like I should know that. Uh, It was a collection of short stories of mums of the great Christian men over time, like Hudson Taylor and Spurgeon and even Piper. And what I loved about this book is that there's no one-size-fits-all approach to raising Christian kids, or particularly Christian boys, Uh, but also that each chapter's a blog post length, so it's really achievable to read a whole chapter in this busy stage of life. Uh, You can find it at Reformers Bookshops or other Christian bookstores too. Uh, It would be great if you could keep helping our show by leaving a review on iTunes, subscribing, sharing Instagram content, or sending this show to a friend. Hi, Mandy, and welcome to Unsung Stories. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Just so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit more, would you mind telling us a bit about you and your family and what everyday life looks like for you? Yes, of course. Yes, as you said, I'm Mandy. I became a Christian around the age of 14, joining my youth group. Nice. That's also where I met my lovely husband, Mike. When oh, we when you were kids or teenagers? 15, 16. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I know. It's so That's funny. beautiful. So, yes. It's one of those annoyingly cute stories that you hear. <laughs> <laughs> and that you tell your own teenage daughters, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> husband now. Oh, dear. Um, yes, awesome. we've been married for 11 years now. Wow. How's that been? Good. We're very much a team. You know, we're That's all about awesome. kind of, we're a team, everything's together. So yeah, it's been good. It's good. And, and you have kids? Yeah. So full-time at home, mama, the three boys. I have Max, who's four, and yep. I have two-year-old fraternal twin boys. Oi, oi, oi. Christian and Jesse, yes. What was their name, sorry? Christian and Jesse. Christian and Jesse. Yeah. So how is twins? Oh, my goodness. There's definitely few times in your life when you were genuinely surprised. Like, <laughs> it just was not on the radar. We were planning to have our second, um, and I was, you know, thinking, okay, two-year age gap, that's great. And, yeah, I think I was overcompensating when the obstetrician said it was twins because I was like so shocked two year age gap so you had three in two years yes that's awesome and (laughs) yeah we left the obstetrician's office and Mike kept saying do you realize how many times you said I'm so blessed this is such a blessing I'm so blessed and I was like I was just overcompensating (laughs) because <laughs> I, I didn't want her to think like I didn't want twins or something <laughs> it was a bit of a shock so yes so yeah 
it's go, go, go in our household. Yeah. So three in three years is pretty crazy. Yeah. Sounds exhausting. Um, I'd imagine there was lots of physical struggles, but was there any heart issues that it brought up for you? Yes, definitely. Um, it was very humbling having mm. wins, like instantly humbling because mm. you just, you can't do it by yourself. Like mm. you just can't physically manage them by yourself, but emotionally as well, pre-kids, you know, you realise it's all about me. Like I wake up in the morning, what do I want to do today? Mm. You know, what, do I feel like sleeping in? Um, what time do I want to get out of bed? And then after kids, all of a sudden it's, it's not about you anymore. You have to be extremely um, mm. just involved with them and not as self-centred. Obviously, you know, you need your self-care and to look after mm. yourself. But your day revolves around them, making sure they're fed, you know, they're warm, do they need a nap, like all the things. Yeah, so definitely I would say for me there was no room for self-pride. You know, mm. you don't have the time to you know, have a nice shower and do your hair and makeup in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah. Got to get going with the kids. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely very humbling, but in a good way. Definitely in a yeah. good way. Um, and I found even when I had my first Max, he was you know a very good baby overall, and I felt quite confident with him. And you know, kind of in my heart, I was like, oh, I can do this. Like I'm doing this mum thing really well. I've got it all together. And the twins changed that so much, and it really helped me learn to accept help, especially from the church, like. My church was so beautiful. They cooked me meals. They, even when I was heavily pregnant with the twins, could hardly move. They came and helped me set up their room, like folded all their clothes. Oh, so around. And it just made me realise what a blessing that is. Mm. Actually accepting help and going, yeah, I can't do this by myself. You know, Mike has to be at work during the day. I'm looking after Matt. When am I going to do something like pre prep my meals or get their mm. room ready? And you know, just going, yeah, I would love your help. And just seeing the love that came from that was such a That's blessing. Beautiful. It's so lovely. And I feel like it highlights God's design for like church community as well that we are exactly. a family and yeah, really like carry each other through that. And that's how he's, you know, set us up to be. Where mm. We need to be a community. We need to be a village. Mm. You know, in Western culture, I feel like there tends to be a bit of a I do it myself and I do it my way, you know, but we need that village around us, you know, because eventually I can't wait to help, um, you know, other mamas, like once my kids are older, and I can might see a mum at my church who mm. you know, needs help and support and now knowing what a huge help it is, I can't wait now to be able to yeah. return that favour and kind of pass on that love. And even like I feel like we can still do like so obviously um, I think it's beautiful to have those big, big things that how we want to help people. But I think we like forget how just encouraging like a smile and like a solidarity to that other mum who's struggling or like, hey, I can open the door and hold it while you're walking out of grace or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Or just a smile. Oh and, yes. Especially yes. when you have a double pram. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, like, right? You're carrying a toddler and then you have a double pram with newborns. It's like, I can't, I can't get that gate. Can someone just? Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, it does. Those little things and a smile, just any mm. little things really do to that mum make a really big difference. Yeah, it's a real blessing. It is. It really is. Mm. Another heart issue for me was just realising I can accept a lack of control. 
to my mm-hmm. life. And, you know, obviously twins wasn't a part of the plan, even though it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we really wanted three kids and I had terrible pregnancies. You name it. You name the bad pregnancy thing, I had it. Oh, that's and hard. I really feel like my body couldn't have gone through a third pregnancy. So, you know, part of me wonders was this kind of God's design for our family so that we could have three kids, you know, him knowing our heart's desires and going, I'm going to give you those three kids, but it will not be in a way you expected at all. So even though in my head I'm like, okay, we'll have, you know, a two-year age gap and we'll have three kids, this is what I'd love. (laughs) No, God might have another idea and it'll be different, but that's okay. Yes, and the other side of it as well, we moved right before COVID got really bad. Oh, no. So we... Great timing. Yes, fantastic timing. Yeah. Um, We moved to Brisbane, which we love. It was something we really wanted to do, obviously um, leaving all the help and support like was really hard but something positive for us as a family and you know the plan was to drive up with the kids and like get the cars towed up there and the day before our flight all the flights got grounded (laughs) so we're like okay looks like we're driving the 10 hours with our three children oh no and then the other plan was Mum was going to, you know, come up and stay with us for a bit and help me with the kids while the borders got shut. So that's exactly okay, cool, cool. (laughs) Um, Obviously a lot of people would have felt it, but a lack of control. But God, looking back now, I can see how much he provided for us in that time. Um, Yeah. Amazing church that has just really, yeah, welcomed us in with open arms. Um, I put out an ad for a nanny to help me out a couple of mornings a week and the first person that replied has been amazing and just just a joy to have in our house. Our neighbours are lovely, also have young kids and they play together. This is all these things that I couldn't have, you know, made to happen Mm. going ahead of me and, yeah, I really feel he was looking out for us at that time. So with all those big life changes, uh, how is your relationship with God? So... I feel like you landed in this really beautiful place of appreciation. Yeah. But how does that wrestle to get there? Oh, not easy. It's definitely mm. not easy. My relationship with God was definitely good through the whole time, um, but not in the same sense as I would have said it was good, say, pre-kids. I definitely wasn't attending church as much. I was finding getting to Bible study really hard. Kids are sick. Things happen. Mm. Life gets yeah. around. Been, definitely being reminded and comforted that our relationship with God is a relationship of the heart mm. and that, like, he sees us. And on those days where I just felt so awful that we can get to church or disappointed or even just not that I should but worrying, you know, will other people be like, oh, they haven't been here in, you know, two or three weeks in a row. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. But he sees our heart and he can see, you know, what was going on that morning, that our hearts were in it. We wanted to go. We're still orientating ourselves to him and yeah. took a lot of comfort in that going, it's okay. I don't have to tick these boxes. This is going to look yes. very different in this season of time, but that's okay. That's okay. Yes. Um, and I guess it's like yeah. a real grief and sadness that comes with that, like not being in community yeah. and like choosing your child's needs in that moment. Um, yeah. And there's like there is real sadness because they're good things. 
Well, exactly like what we were saying before, you know, with the community, these are things yeah. he's put in place for a reason, but there will very much be seasons where the relationship with God will just look very different and you can make it work. Like you can tweak things and just make it work for that season. Mm. Mm. And I think that's key that it's a season. Yeah. But I really did like your reminder that we're in a relationship with God and that we serve him or we are with him and our heart orientates to him in all of our life, not just yeah. ticking the box of going to Bible study that week. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Um, it sounds like you've gone through a lot of change and just reflected on a lot over the last four years of motherhood. So what would your take home be? Like what's your biggest thoughts out of all of it? Yeah, so it was interesting. Once I sat down and started thinking about this, all these things started to flow out of my mind like oh my goodness there have been so many things in the last four years and I think a few of them would be that God is definitely refining us through what may seem like very small and mundane things over the process of mothering very small children it Mm. might seem like we've got nothing done that day you know you can look back on the day and go what did I do apart from managing tantrums and these little dudes but he really is refining us um, yeah, he is. Yeah, and definitely that his people are such a big blessing and just to not take that granted. And I really feel like God shows his love for us through those people as well and mm. provides for our needs in that way. Just trying to let go of that need of control. Mm. We have very little ones. There is not much you can control. You can try. You can make plans. You can do all yeah. the things. But, you know, small and big things. It's really good to make our plans, but also just know that, you know, God's will be done. He's going ahead of us and he does have control and he's watching over us. So just kind of to take comfort in that. And that's what Mm. I've been trying to do, especially with the move and everything that's happened. Just let go of that need for control. It's going to be okay. He's in it. It's like he's got your back. You don't have to have it all together all the time. It's okay. It's okay. And isn't it pretty amazing? It's pretty easy to see him in the big things of life when you reflect. But just that he even shows up in the little just gives you those small little wins that you're like, oh, just that joining of the nap. So it was a bit longer, just fueled me longer. And you can just see it's God's kindness in it. A friend of mine once said to me, it was not that long ago as I was complaining about a tired sleeping baby actually. <laughs> and I was like, I just need, I was like, I need God to help her sleep. And she yeah. said, well, God meets all of our needs, Laura. You want her to sleep. So you obviously don't need it because God will provide and 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 honestly I can see that that he provides my ability to love more or get through even though I desperately wanted her to have a nap so I could have one I don't know he's just I just see him in the little and it's so beautiful it is in hindsight that you can look back and see those things but let that make you go you know what I'm gonna make an effort to see those small ways that yeah he's caring for us he is refining us yeah, all for a purpose. That's beautiful. I came across this beautiful quote that says, when we place our need for control within his hands, we become the reflections of his glory and steadfast love. That's oh, that's so lovely. And, yeah, that's something this week I've just been leaning into. Mm. How would you encourage other mums who are feeling similar to you? What truth would you remind her? truth and to remind myself as well yeah (laughs) now it's on recording I'll be like what do I need to remind (laughs) I would say yes no matter where we are in our life physically or spiritually that God is there he's in our hearts 
there's mm-hmm. nowhere that we can go that he isn't there and that he's definitely going ahead of us. He is providing, he's setting up ways for things to fall into place and it definitely might not be what you had planned or what you're expecting, but I feel he does it better anyway. Like, he's gone. He knows better and he, he can plan things better than we would have done anyway. So trust in that and really lean into that. We might not see it at the time, but he really is there through all those things. And just to lean on him in prayer, something I relied on a lot. And that, yeah, it can be big or small. It doesn't have to be glamorous prayers. It can be in between tantrums or during a tantrum or when you're just feeling so overwhelmed, just to stop and go, God, help me. I don't know what to do right now. I'm so overwhelmed. Please give me peace. Give me patience. No. That's why I've been blessed with the Holy Spirit. It's it's there for a reason. It's there because we have access. It doesn't have to be a certain amount of time that we pray. It doesn't have to be in a certain place. You know, the Spirit's there waiting. And yeah, it's such a gift. Remember that, you know, God's ready for us to pray. That's beautiful. Mandy, thank you so much for reminding us that we can trust God in the big and the small, that he's got a plan and that we can see him working in our lives. Mandy's going to wrap up today's show by praying for us. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for the gift of motherhood that you bless us with our little children to be um, watching over them, caring for them and helping them grow to know you and we just thank you for the ways that it refines us in seen and unseen ways that you always see you just help us to lean on you during these seasons where there is a real lack of sense of control and to help us find peace in you amongst it all and know in our hearts that you are there with us every moment of every day and that we are never alone your spirit is there guiding us and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. Amen.